Welcome to the Manufacturing Come Up podcast. Here I have Emily Wilkins here with us today. <laughs> this podcast is still pretty new, so uh, the premise of this podcast is that uh, we're going to dive deep into kind of her backstory, her history, and where she comes from, and how she's got to where she's at today. Uh, now she's currently a business owner, and your business name is? Marketing Metal. Marketing Metal. So she's really focused around uh, targeting companies that are like job shops, is that correct? Yep. And, and helping them market and being able to come up with a marketing solution. Yep. So we're going to dive into a little bit of her story and find out uh, where she came from and how she got to where she's at. So if you wouldn't mind like taking us to like as far back as you want to take us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I grew up uh, near Detroit and most of my family was in the automotive industry. Um, my parents both worked for GM, they met there. Um, my dad was a test engineer, product development. Um, so he worked out at the proving grounds doing you know, emissions testing and driving vehicles around the track there. And I actually got to do that myself. I took a, a Z06 around the track at, <laughs> at GM proving grounds when I was like 19 pretty sweet yeah, pretty cool. um, he's always just been like a tinkerer like in his shop and uh, I spent a lot of time with him when I was young especially because my uh, my mom had twins shortly after me and it was like a really rough pregnancy and she lost them and then had my sisters two years after that and they were like one after another so, so my mom was a little busy with babies and all that and so I spent a lot of time with my dad and um, actually, my mom is super mechanical as well. She's a, um, well, she worked at GM in product development and then um, went back for her master's degree and is a calculus professor now at uh, an engineering school. So, yeah, so that's how that's part of how I ended up in this realm because I got free tuition at uh, Kettering University, which used to be General Motors Institute. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Did so they found it or something or? It was. It was founded by somebody else, but then they kind of bought into it. Gotcha, sponsored um, not, it or something like that? Not long after, it was like 10 years into it, they bought into it. And then gotcha. um, the whole concept was, it was a school for um, like management for their line people. So they'd, they'd work on the line and then they'd go to school. So like they'd work on the line for three months and then they'd go to school for three months and then work on the line. And that's still how they do it now, but it's not just GM, like they, kids work anywhere. I had friends that worked for Disney, like doing roller coasters. And like, I had a friend that did product testing for Patagonia, like just really cool um, things that you wouldn't think of in that kind of space. Okay, and, um, what, and the name of the school is what? Kettering University. Okay, and yeah. so is that, is does that, do you know if that university has like a, a special like name to it or anything like that or? It's, it's named after um, Charles Kettering, who's like a, he was a big, um, for I think he was a Ford guy. I'm probably butchering this. <laughs> I should probably know this history better. He was big in the automotive uh, automotive realm, so that's kind of who it was named after. Um, but it was GMI for a really long time. It was uh, General Motors Institute until like mid '90s, I think. So and then they changed it to Kettering. Yeah, I see something like that, like being really powerful for like people, like it's an entry point and, and being able to get into the space. Yeah, for sure. I started in uh, mechanical engineering and I, 
you know, my first co-op job was in the auto industry for a company that made um, dashboard, like interior stuff, interior panels and all that stuff. And I remember sitting in a meeting with like 25 people. It was dark, you know, they had the, uh, the overhead on with like dark room and I just was like sleep. I could not stay awake. And I'm like, this is the most boring shit I've ever done in my life. Like, I don't want to do this. And I know that's not the experience for all. Yeah. Again, Some people get into you know, it. Yeah. There's, there's different aspects of that. But um, so I, I almost left and went to art school. And then my, um, my best friends, her mom also was a professor at Kettering, so she was in the same thing. Like, we both had free tuition. She's like, you can't leave. <laughs> like, you can't go, you know, <laughs> you can't go rack up a bunch of debt at a school when you have free tuition here. So just switch to business. You can do anything with a business yeah. degree, you know. Um, and I really, I was always kind of entrepreneurial. Like, I was the kid with the lemonade stand and, like, going around selling candy to people, trying to get money for, or trying to like win the prizes. And the, I don't know if you remember all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Tickets. Yeah, we had like bunny money or just some yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, how I how I ended up here. And then I worked. So um, did, did you make the shift, I guess, then from mechanical to business? Yeah, so so then I switched to business and, um, and then I'll make, co-op jobs from there were business related. And I worked in the uh, in the toy industry for a little while. I worked for a company that made like Hot Wheels. Okay. And uh, we we had a Thomas the Tank Engine um, license. So that was, I was on the Thomas team. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's really cool. So we developed the little die cast ones and the wooden trains. No way. Yep. That's awesome. Those became like a big thing for, for some time. Oh yeah, it's blown up. Don't they have like, don't they have like the wood track and everything that yeah, goes yeah. with them? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's awesome. So that was really fun. And that was actually here in Chicago. Um, and I I ended up having to move home because I, um, I got sick. I, I have Crohn's disease. So I've kind of struggled with that since I was 16 and you know, College kids make really smart lifestyle decisions. So, <laughs> uh, so that, you know, didn't work out so well for me. I was just was sick all the time in college. And then, so yeah, so I ended up moving home. And then um, I worked at Kettering for a co-op term, I think. And then um, I ended up finding a job at a job shop um, that made these security bars for uh, like arcade machines. Yeah, so like people can't break into the cat, you know, the coin yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like a cage take thing. Take all yeah. the money. Yeah, uh, that was their main niche, but they did like, um, like roller coaster parts and like weird. They just had like a weird. They worked in really weird. Yeah, a bunch niches. of different random yeah. stuff, kind of. Yeah, um, and it was a small shop. There were like five people that worked there. I worked directly with the owner, um, so I learned a lot about like entrepreneurship, honestly, from him because he. Um, he was just a really, like, you know, one of those guys who was just always teaching. You know, he just yeah. was always Open telling me what he's doing. His knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really cool. That's my my thesis project. Um, I had to develop a brand and website uh, for a product line that they developed for the marine industry. Um, so it was like dollies for um, marine for. Um, outboard motors so that uh, mechanics can work on them yeah. when they're not on the boat um, and like 
you know, move them around the shop and stuff like that. So yeah, I developed the whole marketing, did their website and brochure and everything. And um, so and were I, you at that company at that time or did you shift and? Yeah, so I worked there, I think two terms, um, two schools, my last two school terms, I did my thesis there. And then um, I'm trying to think what was after that. <laughs> I worked for GE Aviation for a little while as like a document editor, which was the most boring thing I ever did in my life. But um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was interesting working for a big company enough to realize that that's not what I want. Yeah. That's, one, that's one thing I haven't had a lot of experience is corporate, like right. the corporate world. Every, I've worked in a small company pretty much yeah. my entire career. Yeah. Yeah. The, the toy business was, it was big, but not not GE, you know, it was right. like, it was corporate, but not that like, yeah. you know, our department was like, I don't know, 25 people or something like not huge. Um, but yeah, so, and there was in that job too, I did a lot of like product development and working with our factories in China, um, you know, coordinating, pro, you know, uh, product development and manufacturing development for different toys and whatnot. <laughs> so yeah. And then so when he was doing like the website design and all that, your first one, was that, what company was that with? It's called A1 Security Bars and they're still around. They're still in Zealand uh, and the owner's still there. He's still awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it's really cool experience. It's just been things like that, that have been like people that were willing to teach me, you know, teach me about what they do and yeah. And then you were, so you were, were you just there for like the, the college terms? Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, I think because, you know, I kind of built the thing and then he didn't like need it anymore. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, social media wasn't a thing at that point. There wasn't like. They marketed, they captured whatever yeah. they wanted to capture and then they were done with it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And then I worked at a, just a couple of different shops that did super niche stuff. Um, I worked with a company that made um, wash systems for tanks and airplanes and helicopters and uh, they had these they would design either a concrete pad or a steel pad that they drive the vehicle up onto and then it collected the water and then they had a, a recycling system that would take the water and and filter it and then they'd reuse it with the you know when they're washing so it was this okay. closed loop system that yeah. worked really well in remote environments for like military yeah. and don't um, have much water supply mining, yeah. like all stuff like that where they have to maintain those those giant vehicles and yeah. um so that was interesting <laughs> so like whenever you're there at that company like what was your role is it marketing role or what type of role were you in there yeah it was marketing uh like inside sales i was kind of the um sales coordinate, you know, I worked directly with the sales team and um, helped them with trade show booths. Uh, so um, we did Fabtech here. Oh, really? Uh, cool. Yeah, I feel like we did IMTS too, but I don't remember for sure. I know we did Fabtech. Um, but yeah, I would help them coordinate their booths. I'd go stand in the booths with them, um, take pictures. Uh, yeah, I've taken some really cool photos of like massive pieces of equipment because they they had these big like wash booths that they would use to to clean part they had um i think they were for um it was either like mining or i think it was mining um but there were just these giant components that they had to clean after they were machined yeah. so that they could you know finish gotcha. them and whatever so 
So like, was this kind of like one of your, your first jobs like into the actual market or? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, with Kettering, it was full-time work. You know, every every three months, it was full, like I was doing yeah. full-time 40 hours. So um, so that was kind of from freshman year on. Right. Um, but yeah, what, after I graduated, I did the GE thing and then, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, and then I worked for another toy company in Grand Rapids. And I loved that job. It was awesome because really? I'm... You know, it was close to, enough to home that I was like, yes, I could do this, this is sweet. Are these positions, are they all like marketing positions that you were in or? Yeah, um, marketing and product development because they, they tend to be grouped together because, you know, marketing is like researching what the, you know, what their audience wants and talking to their customers and, you know, what kind of products that we want. And then we'd work with the development team to. Maybe for features or yeah, just whatever maybe. And be. we'd get, you know, prototypes made and then we would take photos of the prototypes before we had, you know, actual parts from production yeah. for, you know, to do all our marketing with. So, um, so it was very intertwined, you know, I worked with, with development a lot. So. Yeah. So how, I guess, how was that, that like marketing process for you? Did you, what are some like key things that you learned from it? And <laughs> well, the different, types of companies have very different marketing needs and approaches. So like the, you know, the toy companies, like they had full marketing departments. So I was like doing one, you know, kind of, I don't know. It was, it was always very diverse. Like the work was always very diverse. You know, I, one day I'd be like coordinating a photo shoot and the next day I'd be, I don't know, working, working with a market research firm to, you know, do a product study or whatever, like the, like, um, helping out the web team with content or coming up with copy for, you know, for packaging or things like that. So, so it was always very diverse. Yeah. But, it sounds like you're like really getting like a, a good full scope of like oh, yeah. all the different things that are going on within marketing. Yeah, for sure. That's like been kind of a thing for me. Like, you know, I, I, all my marketing that I do is like kind of just intuition, right? Like, so yeah. I haven't had like a ton of marketing experience and especially like corporate marketing, right. like how you're talking about like product design and then you know, going to going to market and finding features or doing uh, utilizing like an external analysis team that's, you know, finding out what the market need is for right. the, the product. Like, right. It's very different than for job shops, you know, small shops that are doing like custom work. You know, it's almost a service. What you do is a service, right? Every every project is custom to your customer and you're you're meeting their needs. Um, so that's who I work with now. Um, and that's you know, some of the smaller shops that I did, that was more of their, you know, more of their style. And um, aside from those toy jobs, that kind of always been who I've worked for internally. And um, and I just always had a really hard time. And, and my teens, like, we always just had a really hard time with the marketing agencies. Like, we would hire outside help to help us with, with marketing. And it was just always this struggle because the agency didn't want to um, give us any control over it because they wanted to be able to charge us for all of that stuff. But then, you know, they don't they don't understand the nuances of of the product and the and the tech and the customer. You know, they don't understand the customer point of view. And, you know, it's a lot to learn. Um, so so that's why my approach now and what I've started to do with marketing metal is I really kind of reverse this whole process um, because I think 
so many job shops are just like new to marketing, really. I mean, they might have a website, but it's probably 10 years old. You know, <laughs> they might not have all their Google posts claimed or whatever, or Google listings claimed. And um, so I really help them build that foundation. And then I, I educate them on what I'm doing and why. Um, I help them build a brand and a message that's exciting and interesting that makes people in talk and that's why we're uh, sitting in front of a gorilla right now because this company uh, gorilla mills is I just think their marketing is awesome they're weapons of mass production like that is such a great tagline yeah. <laughs> weapons of mass production I love that um, but it makes people stop and look you know it, it you know, they're getting in trouble for their music being loud by their competitors. Like when your competitors are complaining that your marketing is too loud, I think you're doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That was the thing I was telling her when we were off camera was like, that's how I know when like a marketing thing is like gonna perform well. It's like when I question myself, like uh, this is probably gonna piss some people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what, I mean, that's what I try to do with my customers. Like not that they all need to be like that radical where yeah. they're, where they're making people mad, but just make it more substance and give them more, um, you know, more talking points and get people more excited about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so how long have you? How long have you been running your operation? I started in 2019, February, I think. 2019 is when I officially left, and um, I I sort of started as part of a. I was the marketing director at a product development and engineering firm. Um, so again, like prototyping, product development, like that was all what I was marketing. And, um, you know, they essentially had a job shop, like their prototyping shop was a job shop. They were always doing different stuff for different customers. And um, so I worked for them. And then we also, as part of that, I like built a marketing services department to help, you know, we'd have these inventors that would come in with product ideas and they'd have no idea who their customer was going to be, you know, or like give any thought to their, how they were going to market it or any of that. So, so that was kind of the vision. It didn't totally pan out that way, but, um, but I was able to kind of get a few customers doing that through them. And then, you know, thankfully my, my boss let me kind of just take the business with me because there wasn't anyone else there that was going to do it. So it made sense. Oh, huh. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like how, like, your career path can take you down a certain way and like yeah. like how you just got to you know take that experience and just organically learn it and then take it into your own process yeah i mean you never know what one random thing that you learned is going to like how that's going to apply to a future position or future you know trajectory that you're going after so um i yeah we were talking off camera like I felt so lost in my career for so long. I mean, really, even after I started my business, I was still like questioning myself, like, am I doing the right thing? And, you know, I still obviously have those days, but they're much less than they used to be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you just never know. And you got to kind of just take every experience, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, another thing is like just pushing forward for growth for a thing, right? And having some type of focus, like, one thing that I didn't really mention is like a lot of my marketing skill set does come from uh, the fact that I operated a, a fitness YouTube channel. And so I grew it to a couple thousand followers and uh, yeah. an Instagram to like 10K followers. 
So it was always those same like marketing questions, how to grow a YouTube channel, how to do, you know what I mean? How to get more views, how to do this, how to do that. And so like through that, you learn all the thought processes behind how to market things, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's so much less, uh, I mean, what I've learned is it's so much less about the tactics and the how, it's more about the the why and the substance that you're using for that. And that, that's what I talk about a lot. Like, if you don't have something interesting to say that's that's connecting with your your target audience, then you're wasting your marketing dollars. Whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're if you're boring and you're not grabbing your audience's attention, then you're wasting your marketing dollars. Yeah. You're just throwing them away. Absolutely. Yeah, like one of the things that, you know, we kind of have really been discovering like over the past like six months or something like that is like we're putting out content, like people know who we are but they don't know who we, what we do. You know yes. what I mean? So they don't know who we are, if that makes sense. They know our name, they know the brand, things like that, but what do you guys do? They don't really know. And, and that kind of came up to like going to different events and stuff. I'm like, what is it you guys do anyway? You know, and it's like, oh. Huh. <laughs> you know? Oh, maybe we should talk about that a little yeah. bit in our marketing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I think it's good too, to like not be too salesy on like, hey, this is what we do, this is what yeah. we do, this is what we do. There's a fine balance. Right but you also can't sway the other way where you're never selling anything right. because you're never, right. you know, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Doing your product showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like, uh, you know, make it exciting, make it interesting. Like if, you know, if you're entertaining your audience, even though you're pitching what you do, like it, they're still gonna like it and watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're doing it in, in the entertaining way. Right. Um, so to pivot a little bit, what are like some more things do you think can help individuals early on in their career or early, maybe they haven't even got to the workforce yet. What are some of the things you think they can do to uh, start navigating their way into the manufacturing space? Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on their situation, I guess, but, um, but be curious, you know, look for, Look for manufacturing companies in your community and go and ask them what they do. They'll give you a tour. Any any shop, if you walk into a shop and say, "Hey, I'm really curious about what you're doing," they'll give you a tour. <laughs> They're not. They are not good at going out in the community and telling people that they'll do a tour. Right. <laughs> but if you go in and ask, they'll give you one. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's small, a lot of small things like that people don't even know about. They don't even yeah. think about. Yeah. Um, and watching, you know, watching YouTube videos, like what you guys are doing and, um, you know, just watching how things, seeing how things are made. They're like really entertaining shows out there now, like um, um, Metal Shop Masters and what's the one that Pro just did, the Project MFG. Um, yeah, or like uh, you have like- Clash, Clash of the Trades. Clash of the Trades, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you have uh, like Titan CNC, they're yeah. huge. They've blown up and like, yeah. Matter, they, I, I just actually found this out today, but they were, they don't do manufacturing anymore. They're not They're a machine shop. They're just a media company. And it's like, holy cow. Like I had no clue, didn't suspect it. Like mind blowing. Yeah. And I, I was talking to somebody recently, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, uh, every company has to be a, like a marketing company yeah. or media company. I mean, if you're not, if you're not marketing minded and media minded, then you're not, um, you know, you're not going to make it. And I went to the, um, I listened to, I think it was the president of uh, Modern Machine Shop. Um, 
kind of breaking down all the numbers of their, they do a survey every year of their of job shops to see how they stack up against each other and um, just going through all that data. And one of the things he kept saying over and over again was the ones that are making it and doing, you know, crushing it on all things are doing awesome marketing. Like they're spending marketing money. They're paying attention to what they're doing in marketing. 100% makes sense. And like a really important thing that you mentioned is that, um, you have to think about your immediate company as well because whenever you have whenever you have that mindset it changes things right not just a marketing department but a media company because then 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 the the marketing department can almost operate as if it's not part of the company right it can have its own uh ecosystem maybe it's even its own little bit of its own culture uh that's like kind of one of the things we're trying to define in our company like i'm like you know, having discussions with our team, you guys are the ones that should be telling me what I should be doing, right? Like, yeah. I just want to show yeah. up, do the things, you let me know when I need to be there. Right? Yeah, 100%. And doing that is going to make them, only going to make them want to work for you more, right? Because you're you're involving them. Yeah, you're the, giving them full them control. Yeah. And that they can be creative and come up with fun ideas. I mean, who doesn't consume content on their phone? Like, right. I mean, there are a few maybe, <laughs> but there are a few in part between. But I mean, everyone's out there watching whatever it is they're watching, YouTube, TikTok, you know, Instagram, whatever, right. whatever media you're watching, like pay attention to what you're looking at and why and um, and ask your team what they're looking at and why. And, um, you know, <laughs> just try some things. <laughs> Do you have uh, any last like value add that you can bring to like people coming into the industry, trying to make career shifts, maybe? people thinking about starting a company? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you better have thick skin if you're gonna start a company right. and be determined, yeah. really determined. Yeah. Uh, yeah, learn how to balance balance yourself because it's never, it's never balanced, right? It's like this all the time. Yeah. So you gotta, you know, when you're in those lows, you gotta just keep going and know that everything's gonna be fine and you're, you know, you're doing the right things. You're doing all that you can. It's gonna come back up. Yeah. Just gotta be patient. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's true for anything that you do. Probably, it's just more. It's more. It's yeah. It's owner. it's rockier as a business owner. Yeah, <laughs> I would say people should probably go train as like a boxer, get punched in the face a couple <laughs> yes, times, yes, and yes. then I think they'll, they'll yeah. oh, that's what a business is like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, sales, honestly, like I never wanted to be a salesperson. I always like, I don't know, you know, I came from a culture that like kind of looked negatively on yeah. sale, you know, like snake oil salesman, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always got like a weird vibe from it, but I've had to do it a lot in my career. And because of that, it's super, I'm super comfortable now. And I don't see it as like a, a bad thing, a right? Weird, awkward it thing. don't have to be. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be. It can be really fun. I mean, like this show, like we've been here for three days at this show and it's just been fun, like meeting people and having con yeah. conversations and connecting with people. Like, I don't know if any of them are gonna turn into leads, yeah. but- <laughs> Easily something organic could you know, happen something's though. something's gonna yeah. come out of it. Yeah, for sure. So. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Where can people find you at? Marketingmetal.com. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Emily Joanne Wilkins. Um, yep. She's famous. I'm not famous. I think you have more followers than I do. Pretty positive. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for thank being on the you. podcast. I enjoyed it. <laughs>